This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Who has won NBA free agency so far? It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We hope that you are enjoying your 4th of July weekend. You know, the the fireworks and all that, it's great, but, you know, I don't want to sound like the old man. Can, Can we just get some... Some new developments in fireworks. I'm looking at the same thing every year, and all it's doing is, frankly, scaring the hell out of my dog. And I, I just want to see some new fireworks. Maybe some fire. Where's the innovation in fireworks? Can I see some fireworks that actually make some nice shapes in the sky? Would that well, be? I mean, do you want Beldar Conehead to show up and put on a fireworks show for you? Like, is that what you're looking for? Why not? I, like, a, a big fella. I mean, fireworks, aren't they an ode to the Revolutionary War and how our country was founded? The bombs bursting in there? Like, isn't there, isn't there a connection there? I, I don't know, man. To me, I love the fireworks. They're just a part of the festivities for the 4th of July holiday weekend, and, and I'm all about it. People putting on fireworks show and, and having the Roman candle fights and all of those different things, that's cool. <laughs> now, I'm not saying go all JPP with it because we know how that ended, yeah. but I'm just saying you can have a good time and celebrate the 4th of July Independence Day with some fireworks. Why not? I, everybody looks forward to that. Like I, I mean, going out to Jones Beach and watching the fireworks show—that's actually a pretty cool thing to do. I, I don't—I'm not anti-fireworks. All I'm saying is, let's get better. Let's try to improve, huh? I mean, honestly, I mean, the fireworks—that industry, big fireworks—they have been scamming us for a long time because they have put on the same damn show every year. Oh, look—it's a big finale. Let's set off thirty-five at once. Oh, what a, what a shock! Oh, can, can we come up with some? shapes let me see something different uh, can i get a firework that you know goes in the shape of somebody's head that would be nifty george washington's well, I, I, head. I, don't, I don't know that they could make a firework as big enough to go in the shape of your head i, I don't know <laughs> didn't that ask can, for that i don't know I, I don't, listen we can come up with a lot of creative things they can spend send a space shuttle to the moon but i don't know if we can come up with a firework now, if you're wondering why can't, your head if you're wondering why canty made mention of uh, people out there having Roman candle fights. Well, yeah, not people. There were, it was a while ago, and I certainly do not in any way advise this, but when I was younger and dumber, it happened at like 100 paces, and it was a mistake. <laughs> shockingly. Why 100 paces, though? Well, it was like a duel. You know, this is like uh, to a duel. This is like this, Burr Hamilton. Yeah, this was well before <laughs> Hamilton, by the way. I think I was like nineteen. Well, it was before and, Hamilton, the show. I think it was a little bit after Hamilton. The actual yeah, guy. no, it was after Hamilton. Actually, you know, Aaron Burr killed Hamilton, but it was before the show and Lin Manuel Miranda. A- anyway, it happened, and I caught one on my leg, and Canty. 
I cannot tell you how much that hurt. The agony? Four, five weeks, I had this massive, massive thing on the right side of my leg, and it just, oh, every well, day. Well, you know what they say, big fella, when you play stupid games, you yes. win stupid prizes. Yes, exactly, and, and, and so that was my exactly stupid prize. exactly what you deserved Let from that be your paces. cautionary tale. Let that be your cautionary tale. But I don't, but I don't understand why you're so anti-fireworks. That doesn't it's, make any sense. That's again, like being anti. anti-American. No, you not are anti. anti. You are anti. And no, I'm not. I just want a little R&D put into this. How about a little research and development? Can we get to work on that? How about not overthinking it and just enjoying it? What, what's wrong with a little mindless entertainment? Set off some fireworks. Let's cook some burgers and dogs and let's have a happy fourth. What's wrong I'm, with that? I'm with all that. Just give me a little innovation. That's all. I just, I just want to see something advance a little bit more. That's all. But I'm down the with thing, the burgers man. and we, dogs. We, you know I will. I'm going to a fireworks show and a minor league game tomorrow night. But listen, man, if it ain't broke, why are you trying to fix it? It's not broke. Are you gonna? Everybody bo- enjoys fireworks. Are you gonna boo, Carlin? No, I'm not going gonna, to boo. Are you gonna the protest? But not, I may not, not applaud watch the fireworks show. <laughs> I, I may not applaud. I won't boo. Oh, my God. I may not applaud. You're a bad guy. That's all. It's not a bad guy. It's just asking a little more from people. That's all. I don't think it's wrong. Speaking of asking asking of more people, Mm. I I have been asking the people that use gas on the grill when they're doing a cookout to switch over to charcoal. No, 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 no. You have not been asking them to switch to charcoal. You have been berating them on the air for doing what they do, and I am one of those people. I've been shaming them because I, I feel like that's being lazy. Like, if you're going to cook out, if you're going to grill, then commit to it and use the charcoal or the wood chips because you know that that's going to give you some better flavor. But I will say this. After going back-to-back days on the green egg, big fella, I want to apologize to all of those people because oh. I realized that in the summertime, and I'm in the Carolinas, so it's 90-degree heat. When you're trying to get the grill going, first of all, when you before you start the grill with the charcoal and putting the wood in, you got to take the ashes out from the day before, mm-hmm. which is what I did, or the last time that you used the grill, right? Because yep. nobody like after you cook goes out and cleans the grill. Nobody really does that. So I wait until the next time to clean the grill before I set up that grill that day. So I did that yesterday. No lie, between cleaning out the grill and then getting the charcoals and the wood started back up. 30-minute process. Oh. Before I even put anything on the grill, it's 30 minutes to clean the grill and to get the, the, the charcoals and the wood going for you know, what I wanted to cook yesterday. It's absolutely a time suck. And big fella, I, I understand now it's so much easier to go out to a gas grill and just flip the switch. Now, I will never do it. I'm not converting from charcoal to gas. I'm just saying that I'm not... I'm no longer going to look down my nose at the people that do choose to use gas when they're cooking out, including yours truly, the big fella, Chris Carlin. Okay, so here's the thing. What about the next time that you just want to throw something on the grill, but you want it to be quick? Like, hey, I'd like to get this done. I'd like to get this done in 20 minutes. I don't have an hour to wait for, you know, all of the charcoal to go through and, you know, to make sure that the right tastes are getting in there from the wood. I don't have that much time to do all this and then clean it all out. 
Wouldn't you like a little more convenience? Me, just get yourself a small one. Well, well, I well, I do have time. I don't have kids, so I do have. Oh, time. that's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't listen, have kids, so I got I don't plenty have kids, of time. But I also have laziness, <laughs> and, and you're right. <laughs> well, see, that's a you thing, big fella. I don't you're have right. kids, so I could absolutely do that. I got time. Now, here's the I thing for time. me. So, I went out and played golf yesterday. I, I, oh. I did all. I went to the beach. I wow. did all of the things. And you know what's great? It's great as an uncle to hang yep. out with my nephews because it's like I get the experience of being around kids without mm-hmm. having to make sure that they you know, get to bed on time. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's always a good thing. But yesterday, because we went to the beach and because my nephews went to the pool and spent all day at the pool, at dinner time, nobody had a bigger smile on their face than my brother did, my, my brother Joe. <laughs> You know why? It wasn't the food that we made on the grill. It was the fact that we were out all day, and he knew as soon as we got done eating that his boys were going to pass out and go to sleep and that they weren't going to wake up until 8 o'clock this morning. And that's exactly what happened. Because we spent all day at the beach and at the pool. Those little suckers were tired. And this morning when they got up, they looked like zombies. It was um, my, my Nobody is happier at my house right now. Then my brother Joe, my nephew's dad. Nobody's happier right now because of what happened yesterday. See, that's phenomenal. That that's great <laughs> to see them to be a father and to know that you know your night just got a whole lot easier. Then that's got to feel great. You know what that is? That's how I feel every night because <laughs> I don't have to worry about it. I'm As you saying, said, being an uncle is amazing because you get to, you know, show you love. You get to hang out with them. You get to have fun. And then you get to hand them back over. But here's the thing. Good I luck with like, all this. I feel like the pool in the summertime is a life hack if you're a parent. It's oh, a lot yeah. like, seriously, because the kids, they entertain themselves in the pool. All you got to do is make sure there's adult supervision while they're playing in the pool. Make sure nothing crazy happens. But they're, they're going to tire themselves out. The pool and the kids are doing your work for you. Let them have fun in the pool. Go spend all day in the pool if you want to. Because guess what? When it comes nighttime after you eat dinner, you're going to pass out. As a parent, it's great. You don't have to worry about getting to bed on time. They're begging you to go to sleep because they spend all day in the pool in the sun. It's great. Like, I know this is a position of privilege. Everybody can't have a pool. But if you do have access to a pool... You want your kids in the summertime in that pool because of what it means and you being able to have your evenings to yourself. Well, but Just let, me, let, me, let me ask you this. Did you go to like the community pool when you were a kid? Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. I, they dropped Absolutely. me off from there for the day. The whole you know? day. Like my yeah. parents would. Here's the thing. My parents would do the drive-by and bring lunch around 1 o'clock. Mm. And you'd have lunch at the pool and then they'd say, we'll see you later. We came home before the streetlights were on. And guess what happened, big fella? Out like a light by 9 o'clock. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a life hack. Now, it's a life hack. I- I'll tell you what's not a life hack. I have all of a sudden decided that I am carmy in the bear uh, because the last three or four weeks I have been cooking dinner at least like once a week, right? Now, m- my wife and I are not big cooks by any stretch, but I've decided to give this a shot, and I'm kind of enjoying it, but I have made some just elementary mistakes case in point yesterday i decide i'm gonna make these little um how do i put it they're like mini calzones i was looking up recipes because i had some chicken tenders in the fridge uncooked chicken tenders right 
I look at the recipe, go out, get everything I need, Italian seasoning, all that stuff, you know, whatever. And the, and the, the dough that comes in the tube from Pillsbury. You know what I'm talking about? So mm-hmm. I go, I get all that stuff, I start trying to roll out this dough and canty. I mean, it was like I went 12 rounds with Foreman. <laughs> I mean, I was, I, for, uh, you know, first of all, it's sticking to everything. It's sticking to the pin. Get out the flour. I'm throwing flour around. It's, it's just a complete mess in my kitchen. It's flying all over the place. And I'm trying to thin out this dough so that I can cut it into circles and stuff in some chicken and some ricotta cheese in there. And then, you know, try to put it in the oven. A little leg wash on it. All right, we get through it all that. I, I, I look down at my Apple Watch, and my activity ring is completely full after that half hour of sweating through that thing. And then I put it in the oven. And, Canty, it was like I was in seventh grade home ec again. <laughs> You're trying to make, like, you ever make those peanut butter cookies, and they say, I'll make the nice little uh, indentation with the fork on top? Like that yeah. that's what I was trying to do to close these things. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, since you discovered this show The Bear, like you are just literally trying to live that in real life. I am really like, trying. That, 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 like like seriously, they, they they their signature dessert was a cannoli. Like you and you're trying to make cannolis. Like what what are you doing? I don't know. You realize that's entertainment, right? I do. I okay, do. It's not real life. Even though some of the restaurants mentioned in the show are absolutely phenomenal in Chicago. You know my yeah. wife is from Chicago. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, but still, big fella, stop. Stop before something bad happens. You spending this much time in the kitchen, it's inevitable. Yeah. I, I don't want you to have a disaster in the summer that, that, that you're trying to troubleshoot for the rest, of the, you know, the rest of the time. I want you to be able to enjoy your summer. And to me, that means Carlin cooking on the grill and no place else. If you... See me one morning show up with no eyebrows. You'll know it's yes. over. That and that's what that's what concerns me. I'm worried about you. So I think you need to pump the brakes on trying to be Chef Boy our homeboy and and, and and trying to live out your fantasy of being in the show the bear and just stick to the grill. It's what you know. It's what you do best. Greeny, coming to you live via the seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Are fireworks overrated? 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Feel free to get on board and tell me I'm wrong. Up next, the winner of free agency might not even be a team or a player for that matter. Canty explains next. Greeny, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. You look at these calls, once again, you realize I, I understand the people, and Canty is living that elitist life, not understanding what real people want. They want improvements and fireworks. We'll get to the calls here in moments at 888-729-3776. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Canty, I don't think anybody had a better weekend than the Milwaukee Bucks to be able to keep Chris Middleton and keep Brooke Lopez this was all about what happens with Giannis now. And these were the things that had to happen. Uh, not just things that will definitively get it done, but without them, seemingly would not get it done for him to sign a Supermax. And there was a chance that Lopez could have ended up somewhere else. The Lakers were interested. Certainly the, the Houston Rockets were ready to uh, ante up some money, but he able to get and stay Back in uh, Milwaukee, two years, $48 million. I think the Bucks were the big winners this weekend. Yeah, I mean, the Bucks had a good weekend. I mean, they're maintaining their opportunity to be a top-two seed in the Eastern Conference. Now we'll have to see what ends up happening with the Miami Heat because I think they would be the team that I would bump down if, they got da- if, if Miami got Damian Lillard. But, yeah, I, I like what the Bucks did, and I felt like that was table stakes because they, they've got to try to convince Giannis that this is a place where he can compete for a championship, not just this year, but for for you know for the foreseeable future. Now, my big winner obviously is the L.A. Lakers, and I, and I get it. Tim Bontemps is the biggest Lakers hater out there, so he's going to downplay everything that they do. <laughs> but being able to retain Rui Hachimura and Austin Reeves, two guys that I think are developing into good players, two guys that we saw grow up in the postseason, being able to hold on to. Um, you know, D'Angelo Russell and have it fit within what they're trying to do with all the other contracts, adding a guy in the front court in Jackson Hayes who can give you um, some rim protection, be a rim runner. I, I mean, I, I, I like Gabe Vincent, another guy that has extensive playoff experience, and more importantly, I think he's got a dogged mentality, which is something that the Lakers need in order to close the gap between them and the Denver Nuggets. I thought the Lakers did a really good job of retaining – the complimentary pieces for LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And with the Austin Reeves contract specifically, like this is a guy that has the potential to develop into an all-star. So I I like the idea that they held on to a lot of their young talent. A lot of the names of the guys that I just mentioned, you're talking about being 24 years of age or younger. So I think the Lakers are in a really good place in in terms of what they would need to help LeBron James and Anthony Davis in those young guys are only going to get better because of the experience that they had the last two months of the regular season on into the playoffs. Uh, okay. I mean, I listen, I don't necessarily disagree overall. I'm not going to go as far as to say that Reeves can develop into an all-star. I'm not there on that yet. He's a good player. I'm glad they kept him. But he was also a 10-day contract guy six months ago. So I'm not going to get nuts and turn him into an all-star in a couple of years yet. Having said that, 
I do think the gap is closed with the Nuggets slightly, but it's not because of what they did. It's because of Bruce Brown leaving the Nuggets mm. and because of Jeff Green leaving the Nuggets. I think that brought the Lakers uh, more uh, a little bit closer to uh, the Nuggets than what the Lakers did because of, you know the Hachimura thing, uh, something they had to do. I don't know how much better Gabe Vincent is than what uh, Dennis Schroeder was giving them. I don't know if he's. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's infinitely better. I, I think that though. It, it no matter how the get the gap closed, you had a good weekend because the gap closed a little bit. Yeah, I mean it was a good weekend. Now I, I think the biggest winner in free agency this weekend ain't nobody that's on the court, and it's not a team. Hmm. It's got to be Rich Paul. Oh God, the, the head of Clutch Sports. I mean, <laughs> Rich Paul negotiated five hundred million dollars worth of contracts in the first three days of free agency. Wow, five. Hundred million dollars. Fred Van Vliet, Jeremy Grant, Draymond Green, Jordan Clarkson, like uh, just just to name a few. Like R- Rich Paul is the one that's really winning, really winning. So he's he's the one that's really winning. I'm assuming it's two percent in the NBA too, or what the agents get. I have I'm no assuming. idea. In the NFL, it's three percent. I'm not sure what the NBA is. All right. Well, if it let, let, if it's two or if it's three percent, let's operate the same as the NFL. If it's three percent, that means in three days he made fifteen million dollars. Uh, <laughs> uh, three days great, he made fifteen million dollars. Big I'll fella, give you the that's two great others. work. That's great work if you can find it. Oh no that's doubt, great work if you can find it. Can't you? The other two though, uh, number one, Draymond. You mentioned four years, fully guaranteed, one hundred million dollars. Draymond's a big winner from the weekend, and boy, he had everybody in Golden State in his corner. Everybody was saying how much they needed him back, and somebody was willing to pay him, so God bless Draymond for getting that money. Secondly, Fred Van Vliet, $42 million a year. Wow, for three years? Last year, there was the thought that maybe Toronto would not want to give him Jalen Brunson money, and he ends up getting $42 million a year. Mm. Holy crap. Mm, 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 mm. That's a lot of money. NBA agents, maximum percentage, 4% for veterans, 10% for rookies. Oh, Rich Paul had a great week. Oh, my God. Rich Paul had a great week. Now, does LeBron see any of that from Clutch Sports, too? I mean, he should. (laughs) Right? Like, like, I feel like LeBron, because LeBron put Rich Paul on, it's got to be a finder's fee or something. Uh, LeBron. Let's call what it is. Is LeBron James getting a kickback from Clutch LeBron, Sports? LeBron ought to be dipping his beak a little bit. Let's call just it what little, it is. Just a little bit. Just, big fella, another name that we can't leave out. Mm. Or two names. LaMelo Ball in Charlotte signing an extension. Oh, my God. Five-year extension, $260 million. Wow. And then Desmond Bain. Yep. Five-year extension for 207 Did you have that on a bingo card, Desmond Bain getting that kind of money? I, I did not. I mean, he was he all rookie team, and that's why he got it. I think he was all rookie team. Yeah, yeah. I think he was all rookie team. Wow, which made him eligible. Yeah, wow. Lamelo two sixty, two sixty. Can't see it, Carlin. ESPN great country, Radio Series six M Channel eighty. Hey, listen, that's a reason to set off fireworks. <laughs> you can play basketball <laughs> for five years and make north of a quarter of a billion dollars. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> 
Great Why can't country. they make a firework in the shape of a dollar sign? <laughs> Great country. <laughs> Greenies presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your calls on if fireworks are indeed, in fact, overrated. Plus, a team formula that others should be looking to replicate. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Greeny, the podcast. Boys known America agrees with me, and you'll find out why in moments. It's Canty and Carlin. ESPN Radio, in for Greeny today. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's get some NFL in with our good friend Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider, the former Dolphins uh, executive vice president, the former Jets GM. Mike, let's just start here. Your thoughts, fireworks, overrated or not? Slightly, yeah. I I think so. Wow. um, Yeah, yeah. Been there, done that, you know. Yeah, I mean, Mike, yeah. what, are you disappointed in the lack of development and innovation of fireworks over the years, considering to me, as much as I would enjoy them, they have basically stayed the same for 30 years? Yeah, no, I know. And it's uh, it's just not good enough. Like, you know, and uh, Dominic Foxworth had a good point on, on Get Up, which is fireworks should be on July 4th for the 4th of July. So. He gave uh, you know a, a false start to every municipality in the country that had him on you know July first or second. That's totally unacceptable. Yeah, my town had him on June thirtieth, Canty, Friday night. I mean, it's unbelievable. I don't know what's wrong with you people. I, I don't. Get, I don't get why we have to build or improve on everything. The whole philosophy of some is good, more is better doesn't need to apply to every single thing in life. It just doesn't. Fireworks on the fourth of July. It's 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 American, you know. It's it's kind of like lights on, during the holiday season and Christmas. Like it's just it's just what you do. You don't have to build or improve on it. It's just it's good the way it is. Mike, this tells me that Chris Canty has always been happy with mediocrity. I can't live with that myself. I, I'm always looking you to know, get better. Yeah, you know, and with uh, Chris Canty, you know, like if he had that same sort of approach, he'd still have to have pads on at training camp. I mean, think about how much easier training camp is now because, you know, we've had an open mindset. Things are a little bit better for the players, you know, so sometimes being open-minded pays off. <laughs> I don't right. think we need to try to find ways to be open-minded with fireworks. We don't need more JPPs running around. <laughs> That's fair. Very fair. Uh, Mike, let's start here with a little football. Um, when you look at what's going on right now around the league, are we going to see more teams that are going to take the approach of the 49ers where they almost try to build their team as quarterback-proof? Candidly, when I was at the Jets, we, we had very, very similar conversations. We just felt like, look, our quarterback's just not going to be as good as Tom Brady. That's the reality of it. But if we could run the ball better, if we could play better defense, if we could win in the other phases, special teams, we could beat them. And you know, while we were far from perfect against them, you know, we did have some success against them, and, and that was always our mindset. So I think it's very similar. You know, it was interesting. Like, they went out and got Javon Hargrave, which a lot of people would say, like, boy, you know, that's the strength of your team. But what I love about our sport is to see someone like Kyle Shanahan, who's a great offensive mind, say, 
yeah, quick interior defensive pressure, as Chris knows a ton about, obviously, that impacts the quarterback. So clearly they have built a team that is going to have a tremendous front seven, great weapons, and hopefully Brock Purdy comes along or Trey Lance or, or, or Sam Darnold. Mike, speaking of team building, we're going into year two of Brian Dable and Joe Shane establishing their program with the New York Giants, and we're two weeks away from the deadline for them to sign Saquon Barkley to a long-term deal. How close do you think we get to that deadline before the two parties agree to a contract? Well, they should get going on it now. This is an opportunity for Daniel Jones to show that he is the battlefield commander that a starting NFL quarterback needs to be. And he completed 74% of his passes to Saquon last year. And that, to me, is a story that has to be told, which is Saquon is tremendous in the passing game. And if I'm Daniel Jones, I'm walking in to the Giants front office, to Brian Dayball, and saying, hey, let's get this deal done. He's too important to us. We've we got to build on something that we started a year ago. And I would put this on Daniel Jones and his leadership. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider with us. You can follow him on Twitter, at Real Tannenbaum. Mike, if you're the Bengals right now, uh, how are you handling the Joe Burrow situation? If you're Joe Burrow, is it better for him to just wait this out and let Justin Herbert get his deal done first? Yeah. Um, if I'm Cincinnati, I'm not letting him get off the phone. Like Sooner is way better for sure. So this is a tricky one because – this is one of these things, guys, where the price is only going to go up, right? And if I'm Cincinnati, I think you've already cost yourself money by weighing on Lamar Jackson, um, Jalen Hurts, and, and I, like he's just too important. And every day that this goes by, you're going to keep Jamar Chase, but you're likely to lose somebody like a T. Higgins the more expensive Joe Burrow gets. And, and to that end, Mike, I, I mean, what do you offer as a team to incentivize the player to do the deal now as opposed to waiting until the salary cap goes up or waiting until another player at the position gets a record-setting contract? How do you push the needle um, in, in terms of being able to get that player to sign sooner rather than later if you're a general manager? Yeah, I just think you want to create a sense of urgency to say, like, look, you're incredibly important to us. You're going to be here. We'd rather do it on a long-term deal. You know, we don't even want to get down the road of, you know, the franchise tag, the fifth-year option. You don't want to be year-to-year. We don't want to be the year, year-to-year. And the sooner we get your deal done, the quicker we can get on to try to keep more of your teammates. Mike Tannenbaum with us. Mike, would either of these quarterbacks at this point go back to asking for the fully guaranteed deal that we saw with Lamar as he was trying to get for a while? These two are certainly guys who have done an awful lot so far in their career. You know, I think the way that can happen, Chris, would be on a shorter-term deal. If either of those teams can't get, you know, the five- to seven-year extension, I think we could look at maybe a two- to three-year Band-Aid, and it's fully guaranteed. You know, if we go back to Kirk Cousins, that's certainly how that, you know, uh, came to pass. So um, I don't see a five-year guarantee on the horizon, but I think in our sport, for a franchise quarterback, I don't think three years is out of the question. Talking with ESPN NFL front office insider Mike Tannenbaum on Greeny. And, and Mike T, just looking forward and taking a macro view of the league, we saw the salary cap jump $16 million in 2023, and it's expected to jump even more so in 2024 when the new tech revenue streams come online for the NFL. So how does that impact how front offices operate in the hearing now, knowing the kind of increases that the NFL is looking at in the salary cap on the horizon. 
Yeah, I think for your the good teams, you're looking at, at your your young players, and as soon as they're extension eligible, you know, and I'm talking about guys like a you know Micah Parsons, the I'm talking about the true difference makers. Um, you want to get those guys signed as quickly as possible because you see, as you said, Chris, the macroeconomics on the horizon. So, um, you know, fortunately, like the the health of the sport is is robust. Uh, the the long term deals are locked in, and look, you're gonna have questions about guys, and I get that guys get better. Like we saw Jalen Hurts get a lot better last year, right? But for the guys that you know that they're gonna be a cornerstone of your franchise beyond reproach, like to me, like a Saquon Barkley, despite him being a running back, I want to get a deal done. I want to lock in those numbers as quickly as possible. Mike, great stuff, and I'd tell you to enjoy the fireworks, but you know better. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lost you there for a second. <laughs> There's Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider. Joining us, it's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. And listen, the people are lining up to say it. And Canty, I already got tweets coming in uh, about this whole thing, about how I could not be more right about the fact that these uh, – that fireworks are just beyond overrated. Quinn McLean on Twitter, 100% with you. So overrated. Come up with something new, please. So, so, does Quinn, so do you and Quinn not want them to shoot off any fireworks on the 4th of July? Since you're saying that they're overrated, are we getting rid of the fireworks on the 4th of July? Imagine your Independence Day with no fireworks at all. Like you're talking about improving on this thing. What if we just take it away? Maybe you'll have an appreciation for what fireworks mean for the holiday then. Because your take right now is absolutely ridiculous, and I'm surprised that you're finding so many people on social media co-signing on this. And I'm finding them on the phones, too. Ken is up first down in Florida on ESPN Radio. Ken, what do you say? Well, somebody has done their R&D on the fireworks. There is a brand-new display. Um, I saw a piece in the news, and I don't remember which city it was in. It was somewhere out west but they did it with drones. And with these drones, they can do patterns. They can do shapes. Uh, earlier, you were talking about the dollar sign up in the air. Uh, they could do that. See? And I'm good with that. You know what, Canty? How about this? The fireworks, you can have the drones a little bit off to the left or something. I have seen one of those things, and I saw it do a USA up in the air last year at an event. See, that's cool. That's very cool. That's you know you know what's a cool idea and just me this is me spitballing here. Mm. A, a a drone wars with fireworks. So kind of like building remember how you had the, the old old school Roman candle fights? Yes. Imagine having the drones fight it out over a safe space a field where nobody's around but you can watch and them shooting fireworks at each other. So uh, oh having them fight it out as opposed to us on the ground launching fireworks at the drones. Yes. <laughs> See, yes. once again, innovation. <laughs> Judith is up next on ESPN Radio. Judith, what do you got? Okay. Enjoy, you guys. I want you to know that, but here I go. I'm disabled, right? I do not mind the shape of the professional fireworks. This is what I have where I am. Every nutcase can buy fireworks at Mr. Fireworks or wherever. Okay, short story. One year, they were landing in my yard. I yelled over at the guys. I said, hey, they're landing in my yard. They laughed. I waited a while. It kept going. 
So I went out and I told him, I said, you keep it up, I'm going to call the cops. And they said, go ahead and call the blanking cops, only they didn't say blanking. I come in the house, I called the cops. The gal said, I said, they're sending off fireworks and they're landing in my yard. And she says, get this, is your house on fire? I said, no. But I said, I don't want to wait till it's on fire. And and then I got her. I said, I told them I was going to call the cops. And they said, go ahead and call the blanking cops. She says, I'll have a car there in five minutes. <laughs> ah, well done, Judith. Well done. And I, listen, I wouldn't be happy if they were landing in my yard either. But that's the thing. I can't you like the yahoos are who are firing off m80s that has to stop like mm-hmm. that's that's where you lose me a little bit mm-hmm. you know like i used to the one thing we used to do when i was a kid too is when we would cut the lawn and we'd get the old school firecrackers just the little small ones you cut the lawn you make the grass clippings and with our little plastic army men we'd make little forts with the grass clippings and then blow them up <laughs> the firecracker oh. I, we used to find the big ant hills and yep. throw the cherry bombs at the big ant hills. Oh man, yeah, that was Oof. one of those things. Yeah, you're, so you're not just blowing them up; you're blowing them to smithereens. They don't have a chance. Well, I mean, these are well, they're sizable ant hills in the Carolinas. So I'm just, yes. I'm just gonna put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> where my grand, where my grandmother lives, and where we spent our summers, a small town called Utahville, spelled with an E, not a U. I don't even know if they actually have a working stoplight anymore. <laughs> so it's one of those places. Gotcha. So there are plenty. There are plenty of plenty of big ant hills. Just so, just putting so that the ant hills are classified as real estate. That's what you're e- saying. Exactly. So we just felt like, you know, let's have some fun with this. Rather than throwing cherry bombs at each other, we can throw them at the ant hills. Hideki is up next on ESPN Radio. Hideki, what do you say? Hey, thanks for taking the call. I love you guys. Love the show. Uh, I got to agree with Carlin. Uh, I'm all for the city event and the fireworks show, but in New Mexico, fire's a real danger. And you always got some Yahoo shooting the Roman candles in town, starting fires. And uh, sort of what Kent said in the first call, Angel Fire Resort out here nearby is having a drone light show this year. So a, a good alternative to fireworks. That's interesting. See, I, I, have you seen these drone light shows and what they can I do? Have not. I have I'm, not. I'm not familiar. You got to check it out. It's pretty Drone nifty. light show. Yes. So they, they basically take about somewhere between 50 and 60 drones and launch them up in the air. And they have them all programmed. And they make all kinds of different shapes with different lights in the sky. Do I hear something blowing up, though? No. See, that's the thing. I, I, I kind of like the idea of something blowing up. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm a pyromaniac. I don't know. But I like the idea of something exploding. Yeah, okay. I get I it. I do. I get it. I just, I, I don't mind fireworks. I'm not anti-fireworks. You sound I, like you're anti-fireworks. No, I want innovation. That, that's what I'm getting from you. Uh, if what somebody want, were to listen to this segment, they would make the assumption that you are anti-fireworks. What I want is for the folks in, the, in big fireworks to not be lazy and take us for granted. Start showing me something new. Start showing me something I can enjoy, and I feel like we're getting better. I feel like you would enjoy fireworks a little bit more if you didn't have fireworks. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. 
or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.